to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 172 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. And uh, first up, apologies if I sniff, snort, cough, or otherwise do something else. Uh, just getting over a cold at the moment. Yeah, and I'm trying to avoid it. So I think my... I'm going to just drink wine. That'll work. Yep. <coughs> okay, that's better. It's been a... Uh... Oh, hang on. I have to have a drink of water. That's terrible. <laughs> I can't even believe it's a week, bro. Like, oh my God. It has been a week, and it seems like it's been action-packed. So... Uh... Let's start off with what I've been doing, because... Chris, I think you're going to carry this podcast, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've never done that before, Chris. Um, <laughs> just sad. But uh, I went to Kumu AMP show, had a pumpkin event up there. 297 kilos was the heaviest pumpkin. That's the heaviest I've ever weighed at Kumu. Uh, shot down to the Tamahiris. Hang on, just for um, con- <coughs> contact. What's the heaviest you've weighed at yours? Oh, hang on, that's the South... Southern Hemisphere record. Yeah, 789.5 kilos. So this 297, they had a little forklift there, but they'd placed the pumpkins in weird places. So basically four guys lifted that one. Oh, wow. Good on them. Uh, and then I shot down to the Tamahiri School Pumpkin Night, and their heaviest was 112.8, but technically it was a squash, but that's okay. <laughs> Wasn't even a pumpkin. Uh, no, so that was okay. It was... Um, it's a really, really big event, but it's basically um, the talent show portion of kids singing really badly is really, really popular. That's the big thing. And so it's... Oh, I suppose all the parents love it. Well, it's Tommy Harry, so they're all posh and they've all got heaps of money. And when a 10-year-old comes up to you and says, I've got the same camera, microphone and tripod that you're carrying, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> Cool. I had to save. How much I saved for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that was good. And then we went and checked out the Brookman the next day, the Brookman exhibition at Claudlands, which was the Lego one. Uh, when really he says cool. We, he's it, not including me. Just, no, just no. So everyone's clear. Me and my daughter. <laughs> uh, not Chris. Chris couldn't afford it. No. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> no I couldn't. But it was interesting because you could build your own little. Um, there's plates and there's single blocks, and you could build a. Uh, picture with Lego and if you go in there you're really going there for the kids or you're an adult that's really into Lego either way you think you'd want to stay there but the amount of adults that were just like basically dragging their kids through and like we gotta go hurry up um, they just yeah it's just crazy but why it, would you do that it was just really noticeable when we're at this table building this stuff that's all um, so yeah good times indeed do you not notice that at other places like like i'm thinking maybe a pool or something like that not, or? not so much well i think because at other places sometimes you don't know how long they've been there for so in the pool example you're like maybe the kid's been in the pool for an hour or yeah, whatever. yeah this one they came to the table and the idea is you've got this whole plate that you're filling out with blocks and the kid got through like 10 and they're like oh we're gonna go now and the kid's like, no, no, I want to do this. And then one dad just grabbed a whole bunch of blocks and just jammed them on there in a random mosaic, like just no any random pattern. And then goes, mosaic, like <laughs> air quotes mosaic, but really it's just like throw that crap on there. Yeah. So uh, that was my weekend. <laughs> and then, really sad. And then after that, I got a sore throat, felt like crap. Two days off work and finally went back today. How was today? Uh, yeah, it was all right. 
I struggled through. Struggled through. Yeah, um, I, I've had a, a bunch of poor days. But I'll tell you about my day, shall I? Because I haven't told you this yet. So Do I want to know my, this? My day is all about dates. Dates are freaking awesome. So I just realised what you're talking about now, yeah, Kara. Best before dates, basically. Yeah. So there were three things. Um, what were the three things? There's. Um, I don't know, Chris. You were there. I know. I'm trying to think now. Oh yeah. So I had to uh, send back all this urine remover because uh, they made us buy a pallet of it for a display. Who needs a pallet? Of urine remover. Well, Uh, obviously not us, so I'm returning it. Is it a cleaning product? Yeah, it removes... Just um, checking, because I... Stains, basically, and um, it's... Okay. uh, It's supposed to be pretty good, right? Okay. And and I can see a use for it, and we'll definitely keep stocking, and we'll have a couple of cases. But a pallet? No, that's a bit... um, No. Optimistic. So they made us buy a pallet for this promotion. It's 12 weeks, like we're returning it. And I can't return it. No, that's what it says. We'll return what we don't need. We'll keep a couple of cases. It's all good. But we'll return this pallet. Yeah. Oh, no, you can't. So we are. And then um, then there was the Real Ease. So Real Ease is a uh, spray for baking. The sprays in the tin, stops everything sticking to it. Okay. So Release. it's like... Release ah. real ease. Okay. Anyway, never heard of it, but I guess yeah. it's like a commercial. Yeah. So that's cool. Thing. So um, they come to me and go, "Oh, we've got a bit of uh, dated products, or oh, it's coming up to date in eight days' time." I'm like, "Okay, how many? Twenty five cases of twelve. Yes, yes. Uh, plus fourteen. I'm like, oh. so I look at it, and I've bought um, thirty six cases last month in February." I'm like, okay, when did I last bite before that? It's like 10 cases in December. And I, we sold a lot through December. So yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, obviously they just sent us poor dates. And so I took photos, big story. You know how I write an email story. Oh, I, yeah, but I'm story. sure they'll love yeah, it. Yeah, send a story. The guy writes back one line. No. Uh, no, we send with 13 weeks cover. That can't possibly have come from us. So I replied with... This is all our sales history and what came in, what went out. Article movement, it's called. Okay. And, uh, yes, definitely came in in that 36, so I want a credit. But the the one that takes the prize, the one that takes the prize. In January. Yeah, in January, you bought something. I bought something. a pile of uh, 15 boxes because they sell sold in, uh, is it 10 or 15 Ks? Geez, or 12.5 kg boxes of Easter fruit mix. That you use for Easter buns. Yeah, okay, so, that makes sense. And it's called Easter Fruit Mix. And so I bought all this stuff, and this is how I wrote the email. I said, I am I am disappointed, I am perplexed and disappointed. I bought 15 cases of Easter Fruit Mix What's to really- put in Easter buns. What's really in it? To be made at Easter. Yeah. Easter this year is the 30th of March. That's right. That's right, it is. So imagine my surprise when my staff come to me today and say, oh, we've got still got nine boxes of this, and it all dated last week. Oh, yeah, they must love you. <laughs> I think these people like, are like, what? Yes. So put it in perspective, I've got two weeks of sales for Easter that we sell stuff for Easter, like this goes to supermarkets that make Easter buns and, and bakeries, basically. And so the next two weeks are the prime selling thing for Easter bun mix, and I've got no stock because it's all dated, and 
it was a it was a good day. That's why I'm in the wine so early. Today. Look at Chris learning all the stuff about baking and buying stuff. <laughs> it's good. Oh, and chips. We never did the update for Chip University, have we? No, we didn't. Actually, how could I have forgotten that? It's one of the most. <laughs> it's one of the biggest things that's happened since last episode. Chris went to his intensive half day course at Chip University in Auckland. He learnt something. I don't know what because he hasn't really said too much about it. And um, here we are. So let's see if he can remember what happened about six days ago. Well, um, chips, pretty impressive things. I actually said to the boss halfway through this presentation, I was like, um, I'm going to be handing in my notice after uh, after this. I think I'm opening a chip shop. <gasps> because if you do it right, the profit margin's fantastic. Yeah. So from the sales point of view, that was the biggest thing that I took away from the Chip University is you don't talk about what it costs. You talk about what they're going to make out of them. And they have different chips for different uses. Yeah. So is there a generic one that most fish and chip shops use? Probably the 10 mil chip. It's just 10 okay. mil cut. Yep. Um, some will, might use the 13 mil. Those are the two most common ones. Okay, yeah. Uh, but then you've got shoestrings are the most um, lucrative for making a profit when you're talking about cups, when you're putting chip in a cup, hot cup chips. I don't really see anyone putting shoestrings in a cup, though. Well, same with the McDonald's thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but... Yeah. It's w- by far the most lucrative. So it took, told one story about a... I think it was like a fish and chip type takeaway. They do a lunch, you know, they do normal chips and that. And then at three o'clock every day, they, well, just before three, obviously, yep. they switch it all out and just do shoestrings for the kids going home. For crowd. the little kids and going they, home and yeah, want something they unhealthy. They drop the price mate. a little bit, but they're still probably making more off those than they are off the other ones. And then they go back to the normal chips after four. For the dinner crowd. For the dinner crowd, yeah. And so it helps to bump up their um, bottom line. Huge revenue for them. Um, but yeah, so there's also the twisters and the bear battered bad boys and things like that that cover are, are built for plate cover. I love the diamond ba- diamonds. So the di- so bear battered big boys are fat and wide and they sit on the plate. So you cover a big portion of the plate. That's yeah, what yeah. you want in a restaurant, right? Um, the diamonds are the same sort of cut, but the edges are beveled off. So you're getting... So like uh, 1% less chip for every chip or yeah, something. Yeah, so you get the coverage with less weight because they're paying per <laughs> weight, right? So, um, yeah, that's how they make money. So it was pretty cool. I uh, looked at, um, I know more about fryers, how they work, what to do with them, what not to do with them. Um, dirty oil, they cooked stuff in dirty oil as well as clean oil. You could see how it, you know, dirty oil boils the chip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the makes oil sense. doesn't go into the chip as much as I thought it did. It actually it brings the heat up and water inside the chip within the potato um, escapes. A, oh, yeah. And so there's a bubble around it, really, and it's it cooks from the inside and it, and it steams out. So that was interesting. Um, and we know how to stop uh, people having bad experiences with the chip. So if they have, like... Oh my god, my chips takes crap. We can go in and I can go in now and troubleshoot that stuff. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Very cool. Lots of food. I ate a lot. I was a lot fat. You were worried that you may not be able to have chips and uh, there we go, you ate a lot. And you know, you oh, all- and I've got a shout out <laughs> I think I told you about this. Heather, uh, she came back, they just come in, uh, she'd gone out to the bathroom and they we'd had a break and, and they started again and they go, Right, 
we've got five trays of chips here these ones are what they call abused chips so the um, chips that have been defrosted refrosted defrosted frozen again and then put in so they've got ice crystals and stuff yeah and then they've got um all, all of them were in the same amount of time one was in a dirty oil one was uh 10 20 degrees 10 degrees 10 degrees or 20 degrees below temp and one was 10 20 degrees above temp yep and one was perfect right so you had to taste them all and she comes back out and we were all done this and he's going on and i said oh you've got to grab one of each of those and taste them um, yeah yeah and she looks at that and the undercooked one she just goes I'm not eating that. That's an Asian chip. <laughs> really loud. And the whole class stopped. And we've been getting a shit for two days since. <laughs> I'm assuming there was no Asians there? No. Well, yeah, there was one person who was an Aussie, but sort of looked a little Asian, but I'm not sure. So, uh. um, But, yeah, um, so... The worst part about that was as soon as she said it, everybody knew exactly what she meant. And you taste all these chips and like, yep, I've had that. I've had that chip. I've had that chip. I've yeah. Had, you know, like you go, yeah, I, I can pretty much know the takeaway at 2 o'clock in the morning that I grabbed those chips from, yeah. So uh, any chip questions that you may have now or in the future, make sure to hit Chris up at facebook.com forward slash the Chris and Sam podcast. <laughs> Sorry. I All see right, some. No, no. Oh, no. It's good. I see someone liked one of our uh, Facebook posts from episode 43. So that's good. I don't know how they managed to find their way there, but they liked it. <laughs> Random as. Oh, yeah. So uh, who else do we have to shout out to? Um, Jamie put his, his uh, what do you call it? Recommendation? Review. Review. Review in. Pretty soon we covered this last week. And Liam did his. Yep, last week, week okay, before. The, oh, the guy from the Dubai then. That's the guy. I'm... Yes, the guy from Dubai. Hello. Who I've now forgotten his name. Look at, <laughs> look at Chris go. Oh, see, uh, need more wine, obviously. Uh, no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> Mercy Abanum Banks is the person that liked episode 42 on Facebook. Okay. And I'm, yep, so hello to you. And I thought I'd save the other one. Um, I'm going to have to look it up because Chris can fill in here for a few minutes. Uh, yeah. Um, so dates and chips, that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, and I joked about this before and I, I said dates and he was like, what do you mean dates? Like going on dates? I'm like, yeah, it's not happening. So yeah, if you know anybody, you can go to facebook.com slash the Chris and Sam podcast. <laughs> Send them my way. That's right. So, um, John D. Frain, I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Thank you for the five-star review. He loves the pod, listens from Dubai, and gets their Kiwi fix. Yay. Because we yeah. are the only podcast that gets you the original, real-deal Kiwi fix. Thanks, hey, John. Yep. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, we don't pay extra to get the fancy stats to figure out where everyone's from. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, if you want us to know where you're from, you have to tell us. You have to tell us. Hey, you know what our amazing mayor's tried doing this week? He's uh, amazing. And the oh, great yeah. and the great thing is, Chris, you're going to be looking after him at the Great Pumpkin Carnival. Oh god. So imagine that. He's he just randomly said the other day, uh, let's change the council name to Kitty Kitty Doa City Council. We're going to do that. Right. <coughs> so um, so they went to a Seed Waikato event. And there was a question from one of the youth in the audience on how we could move towards more of, to be more of a bilingual city. And the mayor said, no, we don't really do anything in that space. Uh, and then the next day, he's like, oh, we're going to change the city council name to Kitty Kitty Doa City Council. And they had a uh, 
rather, rather large public backlash over that. They had the council meeting today and he retracted it and that's not going oh, ahead. Really? No, no, because think about it. He only wants to change the council name. It's still Hamilton City. So the city's still called Hamilton and he'll go Kitty Kitty Doa City Council, which doesn't match into anything. But if they did do that, it would probably cost, they reckon, estimate, they've done estimates from other councils doing it, between half a million to a million dollars to change all the sign writing on every council vehicle, on every council letterhead, every single thing, including the buildings. Yeah, see, that, that's the main reason I would think is like, just don't, what a waste of money. It is. Um, and that, you know, that's why everyone basically, you know, everyone says that's just crazy. So I'm looking forward to him coming up with some more amazing ideas before he gets kicked out. Should be good. <laughs> you make him sound like Trump. He's not as bad as Trump. Well, How many people has he fired? He doesn't. Well, apparently he's quite vacant and he's a used car salesman. So, eh. um, so he does sound like Trump. He does. <laughs> hey, have you heard of? Um, I just want to get the name right here. Oh, it's just called Ring. It's a Wi-Fi enabled video doorbell, right? Yep, I've heard of it. You've heard of it? Good. So Shark Tank investors uh, rejected it when it went through Shark Tank. Yep. Yep. And the guy wanted like. Uh, I want to say seven hundred thousand dollars. His company was valued at seven million. And uh, yeah, yeah, see that—that's a high valuation for something in Shark Tank, I would think. But anyway, carry on. Yeah, they've just sold it to Amazon for one point three seven billion. <laughs> that's awesome. Good on him. Because Amazon want to tie it in with their Alexa product, they want to be able to see the delivery people. And you, did I tell you, I'm sure I mentioned this a couple of months ago, Amazon's looking at um, having control of your door locks so they can let the delivery people into your house and then they can put the stuff away into the fridge and whatever. Yeah, you, we did talk about that. It's a bit weird. I know. I wouldn't care. But then I leave the... Well, actually, I don't leave the doors open, to be fair. But I don't freak out when I come home and the doors are left open while nobody else is home. I, and when I say open, I don't mean unlocked, folks. I mean the sliding doors were wide, wide open. All of them. Yeah, all of them. Because uh, our house is pretty much made of glass. Uh, that gives us the amazing ability of super hot in summer and super freezing in winter. It's living the Kiwi dream. Hey, yeah. I forgot to tell you. and I, In I, touch with nature. Yeah, that's, uh, sometimes I hate nature. Um, <laughs> I got a career card to call for toll have you ever had to pick something up from toll no i can't say i have exactly i it's, mean toll deliver to us at work every now and again yeah, yeah so it's not often but they have a pretty neat courier card it says um the time they came and you can leave it in your mailbox you sign it and then apparently they're going to come and check your mailbox and if you signed it they'll leave the package because you have authorized it right in the mailbox apparently whatever so i've got some stuff coming probably some of those boxes over there and uh so i rung them and i said can i come pick this up and she said yep you sure can do you know where we are and i went um yeah i think so she goes crawford road or whatever is it out by me tarapa behind itm there at the roundabout at the end of avalon drive extension oh okay so you go left at the roundabout you go past itm and then there's a big sign that says Welcome to the... Um, oh, yeah. Dougal was waiting at that, uh, that intersection as I came home. Good old, stuck. good old Dougal. Good old Dougal. He's a train driver. He drives trains. I should hook him up with Kim, actually. I just thought of that. He's hilarious. And all he ever talks about is me pissing on the cop car that one time. Just once. Only happens once, right? Every time. Sounds like there's a story there. But uh, 
So you go into the freight forwarding area, whatever they call it. So you go through a security gate. You go down past the train tracks. There's a huge forklift moving shipping containers. There's huge um, container trucks going past you. You drive around the corner and you park in the toll car park, visitor car park slash staff car park. So that's all right. And then you wander in towards the building and it says, don't come in here, basically, because it's their staff cafeteria. Go upstairs. So you wander all the way upstairs. You go into this big office. Some, this woman goes, oh, are you DA blah, blah, blah? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. She goes, okay, sweet. Sign here. Go downstairs. Drive around the corner. Park on next to the shipping container. Go to the door. Press the buzzer. So then you drive around the corner. <laughs> There's about three forklifts zooming in and out of this building. I'm in jandals because I thought, who cares? I didn't really know where I was going. And then I have to not get run over. There's a red square that I'm not allowed to leave until they tell me to. And I press this buzzer that goes off in this huge warehouse. And then a guy comes screaming up to you on a forklift and he says, oh, yeah, I'll sort that out. And then uh, they gave me my box. Super dangerous area to be in. I'm amazed they let anybody go there. And was it a huge box or just a small box? Uh... Oh, which one was it? It's the, the, the big brown one over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty big. Okay. All right. So that was my experience, and uh, I'm okay because I've worked around places like that before. But, man, I just couldn't believe they're like, yeah, come on down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, people do get blasé. Like, I'm pretty blasé around the, the forklifts. I thought I saw I – was, I was going to witness a forklift collision today because they weren't using their horns. Yeah, yeah, no. That, you need that for entering and exiting doorways. Yes, somebody decided, was picking something up and just started back up while somebody was going past them behind. And I have never witnessed a collision of forklifts, but those things are freaking heavy, and I don't think it'd be pretty. No, it's not. not. Uh, I've seen a couple. Um, would it make you want to use some sort of emergency portable car urine bag? You've put this <laughs> I on put here. I put that one on there. I just remember that. Um <laughs> That was an AliExpress, and you've got to watch the video. We're going to grab the video. Hopefully, we'll be able to grab the oh, video. Oh, I didn't know there was a video. I just saw the pictures, and they're creepy. Video. <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> Hang on. So, uh, they use a bottle of water, but it's funny. Uh, it's not that funny. It's probably not that funny. I'm just now. I'm just... How is this one of their suggested things that they suggest to you, or how did you find this? Because I think, I think there was a special, like a um, if you if you're a gold member special, and I've bought enough shit that I'm gold now or something. So I'll, I'll scroll through this and because uh, your list, and, your list always has weird stuff on it. Remember that portable sauna slash grow room or something? Yeah, not really. That yeah, um, there was. But yeah, so yeah, there was this urine bag, and I was like, what? And so I had to click on it, and I'm like. That's a weird-looking photo because it wasn't didn't look like a good photo. And then I realized, oh, hang on, it's a video. I watched it. And so they pour the water into the bag and they shake the bag up. And it, oh, sorry, first of all, you open it up and you take the little bag inside, rip it open, and pour it in. It's like a sachet. It's gel stuff. It looks like the crystals that are contained within a nappy. Uh, nappies were cloth when I used to. I know. I just I knew I, you'd I have no to, idea then. I I used to put nappies on my sisters when I was a kid. When yeah. I was twelve, and they were two or whatever. Um, How old are you, Chris? Pretty 
Pretty damn old. Um, so anyway, yeah, they didn't have uh, plastic nappies then. It was all all cloth. Um, so no, I don't know. But yeah, so they they mash it round and then they 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 turn upside down and and dribble bits come out. And I'm like, I don't want dribble bits coming out. I no one out wants it. dribble bits. But um, that might be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> dribble bits. No. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants dribble bits. Um, yeah, so, um, and and then, you know, then they had to cut it open, the bag, to show the gel and stuff. And so, yeah. But I just thought it was random ass. Sounds a bit random. You know what's also random? I'm getting emails from what I like to term a cyber squatter, Chris. A cyber squatter. Oh, so, for people that don't know about domain names and websites, a while ago, you could only get .com or .co.nz, oh, and then they released .nz. And when they did or that... Or .kiwi, yep, which or is even Kiwi. worse. But the .nz one, they sort of emailed everyone and they said, hey, you can hold on to this for... We're going to hold it for six months or whatever. If you buy it, then it's yours and you can just point it to your other website, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I don't need to do that. So this guy's been emailing me. Um, he's like, hey, do you want the Great Pumpkin Carnival dot... Oh, the Great Pumpkin Festival dot NZ? Let me know if you want. Cheers, David. And he goes, next email, oh, sorry. Oh, it's not festival, it's carnival. Do you want the Great Pumpkin Carnival dot NZ? Uh, let me know. And it's just some weird email address. So this guy's brought it and obviously wants me to uh, converse with him and then pay him way more than the $20 or whatever it is. So I'm not going to be doing that. So you got, you've got the Great Pumpkin Carnival dot co.nz yes so if you're overseas don't forget that .co.nz oh, you'll find it though because there's a website there's content and there's everything there I mean good on him if he wants to try and build another website he won't it won't be as good as yours that's right what's uh, I see Trump's been up to something here what's he been doing oh uh, I mean, it's hard to keep track of all the stuff he's been doing, but you've only got one thing here, so maybe we'll cover that. Oh, it's just the government spending. Uh, actually, have they been spent? It's it's Washington Post story. I like Washington Post because it. This, do you know what the subtitle of the Washington Post is? What democracy dies in darkness. Really, <laughs> nice alliteration, eh? Oh, the banner. Oh, sorry about smacking the mic yeah, with my phone. A, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, democracy dies in darkness. Um, yeah, no, the, there's just loads of controversy. So surprise, surprise, all the cronies that um, Trump has put into power there um, are all not are new to the government, and they're all <laughs> paying for chartered jets to oh, go everywhere. That's what you need, yeah. And of course, uh, the other week, um, what's his name, Ben Carson uh, of HUD. Spent fifteen thousand US dollars on a desk and a chair. I bet that, and it, that and better it, be the best desk and chair ever. Actually, I think it was just the chair. And they they said no, you've you've got a maximum of five thousand dollars for a chair. And he says you can't get a decent chair for five thousand dollars <laughs> because their sense of reality is so warped. Eh? Oh, totally. It's just what I'm sitting on. A actually, I think this chair was free, and it's gone okay. Oh, well, the one upstairs was stuffed. I, I, I knew one. This chair was free too because it came from telecom. They were going to chuck it. To be fair, when I left, I'd had the chair for seven years. So um, I said, "What are you doing with that?" Yeah, I'll probably chuck it because it was it was definitely secondhand when I got. It. I'm like, I've been sitting on it for seven years. It's I molded really to like my it. body. I need it, so I brought it back, and that's what I do my podcast in. Okay. Was that a creepy voice? 
Uh, it's nah. hard to tell because your normal voice is a bit creepy. <laughs> Sort of I have to say too now I have been listening to the Wide Shut podcast. So oh, he, hello Jesse and yet Logan. He finally checked it out uh, last week. He just said I've downloaded it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I've listened to uh, I want to say four podcasts now. Very different from episode to episode. Okay, I've only listened I've to the found. one, so I need to listen to more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a Kiwi podcast, and we like promoting the Kiwi stuff. So make sure to check them out. Yeah, they're not, they don't sound as polished as us. I mean, that's a tough call, that is. Um, no, no, I, and, and I'm taking no uh, credit for that at all. I'm talking about Sam doing the editing, making sure the sound sounds right, and putting the um, score in the front. And, and intro and outro. Intro and outro, all that sort of stuff, and getting rid of my... All that stuff. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm 172 episodes into editing this, and I can just look at the waveform, and I just go, I know what that sound is. It's Chris clicking Half the tongue. time, I just delete it, and I haven't even listened to it. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know what's that. No, I think, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That's so sad. Anyway. Um, that brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris. Oh, really? With, already? Yeah. I know. It's so okay. much fun. Um, so, okay. So, um, I do want to say, too, I listened to Mike Rowe again. Um, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs, and his podcast is called I've Gone Blank. It's not called I've Gone Blank. It's called What the hell's it what called? Are you, what are you on about, Chris? The Mike Rowe podcast. Oh. You've listened to it, right? Yes, it's called The Way I Heard It. The Way I Heard It. Great. So, um, yeah, I can definitely... It's the podcast for curious minds with short attention spans. They go no longer than 10 minutes. They got the top award for... um, So, Apple, who obviously run a lot of the podcasting stuff, they've released uh, yearly awards, and they've got podcasts under 10 minutes now and podcasts over 10 minutes. They got the top podcast. Short form, they call it. Short form, yeah. So, um, I I can definitely recommend A Potty Mouth with a Secret. Uh, this episode, I think it was something like uh, no, I can't remember what episode is ninety four or something. But yeah, Potty Mouth was a secret. Have a listen to that; it's really good. I uh, listened to it. I can't remember it, but anyway, uh, that's okay. I highly recommend it. He's a very great storyteller. Awesome. Amazing. So check that out and make sure to check us out in all the usual places. And if you haven't left us a review on Facebook. Well, you should. And don't forget, go to the com. Hopefully, we'll have a, a video there of a urine bag demonstration. Uh, just yeah, for your just, pleasure. just what everyone wants to hear, <laughs> think about, and go and see later. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sam's just shaking his head. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.